Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. And happy Wednesday, December 14, 2022. We're sorry a bit late today. Uh, we'll try to do better. We are 10 days out from Christmas Eve. It is December 14. And uh, uh, it's got a great show as always with Kat. Some great questions we're going to ask her. It's going to be good. Before we bring in Kat, a couple of announcements. Mainly, we have one about a job opening uh, as an assistant producer uh, or producing a production assistant. So I'm going to bring in Julie uh, Smith. Who Julie produces this show. We don't Everyone. put you on the air very often, but you I are know. the one that has produced this from the very beginning. Kudos to and you, man. You did. Mm-hmm. And you've asked me to come on more. I'm like, no, I'm not camera ready. You have to give me more time. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm a guy. So I don't think about these things about preparing mm-hmm. to, with makeup. And I just say, yeah, come on. Like, <laughs> nope, no, nope, please. Might no. Have been, I've been in deep trouble. Well, you've done a great job <laughs> with producing this entire show, uh, Julie. Mm-hmm. So talk about the position that's opened up. We moved someone over to Elijah Fires. Why there's a position? Open, yes, so. boo. We're, we're sad, but yeah. happy. Um, yeah. I'm Julie Smith. I'm the producer of Elijah Streams and managing editor of Elijah List Publications. And we have an exciting new uh, job position opening. Um, Our assistant, our amazing assistant, Illumination Spencer, is going over full time to be with Jeff on Elijah Fire. And we're very excited and happy for them. And with that, we have a new uh, opening. We're vastly growing. It's a good problem to have, obviously. Thank you to all our viewers and, and readers and, and uh, donations. We're vastly growing and yeah. we're just so excited to be adding to our team. So this person would be working closely with me. They're a production and administrative assistant. Um, they would be offering our team help on a daily basis, live support in a fast-paced environment. As you know, we move at the speed of light around here, especially when we're live. And they would be working with me, um, booking our prophetic and patriotic guests, helping with production content. They would also be assisting our amazing Elijah List Publications team, who publishes all of our prophetic words on a daily basis. We have some amazing people on our team. Um, Lauren and Jen are amazing. So here are some quick requirements. Just, you know, you need to be administrative, tech savvy. I mean, we are an online company. Highly organized, great communication skills, proficient in Microsoft Word, and be willing to learn various other Microsoft and Adobe applications. And we'll train on those too. We'll give you lots of training. This person needs to be able to work with us during our Pacific time business hours of eight to five, Monday through Friday. That's when we do, you know, our work and we have afternoon shows on the, on the West Coast. So we'll need them to work Pacific time hours. Duties include administrative tasks, like I said, scheduling, booking upcoming guests, help us proof and edit articles and help write production content. So with that, send your applications to careers at ElijahStreams.com or you can go to ElijahStreams.com careers on our website, ElijahStreams website. Okay. Go ahead. Well, let me ask you this one question. You said they work Pacific hours. Do, you, do they need to live in the Pacific? Do they live, live in Pacific time so that we're all in the same time? Or can they be somewhere else? What's your requirement on that? Well, they could be somewhere else. However, that would be, you know, East Coast time. That would be, um, you know, really 11 yeah. to 7. So those, I used to work sh- swing shift in retail years ago. That was like the worst shift. You either well, want to work really, that, early or really late. Julie, not only that, but we do a second show from two to three and sometimes three to four, mm-hmm. which would make it seven o'clock if someone's on the East Coast. So that's not, yes. we're not going to gravitate towards that. We won't say no at looking at something, mm-hmm. but it's going to be very unusual for us to pick something that far yeah. away. We could, but it, we don't, we need people that when we say we're going to do a second show today, it happens mostly within Pacific business hours. So we're not asking you to stay late. If we have to ask you to stay late, then that proves why that doesn't work. So kind of, okay, anything Absolutely. else? Or? No, we're just excited to be adding to our team and we we'll yeah. look forward to going through all the candidates. So please share this with others and let them know we have a new job position open. And, and also on top of that, being Captain Bing, Cat's, a husband tells dad jokes before the show. So you, you, you hear all of 
Captain Bing's true. dad jokes before Cat comes on. There you go. Like Some today. of them are real groaners too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yep. So here we go. Let's uh, thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. And just before we bring Cat, let's let me just remind you of uh, the wells that we're digging. So run that if you will. Well, it's just amazing to me to see how dirty some of that water is that that Ugandans have to go through, where the animals drink out of it. Uh, it's just awful, and so we're just bringing life to these people. Uh, thank you so much for your. Uh, you are the crucial part. We get the work done, but the the money comes from your donation. So we appreciate that very much. It's on the screen there where you can help us donate that. So, all right. Without further delay, let's bring in uh, Wednesdays with Stephen Cat. Here we go. Greetings, Kat. How are you? I see you're draped in the American flag. Or yes, flag I black. am. And isn't that something? I didn't even know what you'd be wearing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, red, white. Well, I got the red. I do have red, white, and blue, don't I? Oh, awesome. I, I wanted to be sure I got the red in. We're getting closer to Christmas and trying to get that in. So, oh, anyway. I see that. Oh, you got the red in. Okay, yeah, I can get I got, more red. Yeah, we're very <laughs> patriotic. We're totally patriotic. So, I. Uh, I love having you on, Kat. You've always got so many great questions I, uh, that you answer. Uh, so you're doing a move. Next time we broadcast, you'll probably have a different background unless that unless you move those pictures behind you, right? So it's going to be It a, may be the beach. Oh, really? Okay. Actually, that's where I am right now. Yeah, because I actually have moved. I have personally moved from this address. Okay. And we, we have a place to stay for about 30 days at the beach. And um, and we're all there. My mom and Jen uh, have a condo. We have one, and it's absolutely gorgeous. We may do our next broadcast from there. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, it'll be you know, it'll probably be a different background by then if that's the case. So yes, uh, we'll get used to it. And and you don't know you've got a permanent place that you're looking for, but it's not ready yet. Is that the deal? Yeah, for the offices. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm trying to keep up, but I know that's wearing you out. And I know you've been very, you know, you guys, your whole team has been. Uh, very hardworking, but very tiring. It's very tiring. We have been very high. We, we've all been working really hard, trust me. But it's so worth it because after almost 20 years somewhere, it takes a while to get out, you know, to pack up and yeah. get out of that place when you're separating personal stuff from business stuff, especially. Yeah. And uh, we have found our location, but it's not ready for us. Yeah. But for the offices, we're still looking. That's good. Well, well, 2023 is the year we're all going to be, you know, I, I'm, you know, we're in this one location. I've lived here for 23 years in this wow. home and it's an old farmhouse. We fixed it up, we remodeled it. So it's nicely done, but we, you know, we, we moved out here 23 years ago and we started renting this place wow. and then we began to, then we began to talk them into selling it to us on contract. We did that for a few years. Then we bought it. So it's a whole long process where we inherited this and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. I'll, I'll tell that story one day. But anyway, well, uh, Kat, we usually ask, we've got lots of questions about heaven and the Bible and all of that. Yeah. Uh, but we usually ask if you've got anything to share before we jump into questions. So anything today? I think I have never received so many um, powerfully exciting, hopeful texts from people wow. about what's going on right now out there in this world right now. And uh and there are great things happening. Of course, you know, you're not going to hear them on the regular news. That's just not going to happen. And a lot of the things, justice is already being served to people. Wow. And uh, and they're paying a, they're going to pay a, pay a dear price for their life in the way they lived it. Because yeah. this is seed time and harvest, which means what you've been seeding for the last several years is what you are about to harvest. And that would be for the good, the bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Robin Bullock talks about that too, doesn't he? Seed time yes, and harvest, and when it's seed time and harvest, that means, uh, like you just said, the good pe the good people have a harvest that's good, and that's the right. evil the evil doers, as the Bible calls them, and that's yeah. such a good harvest. Yeah, that's because some people think this is the end time harvest, and it's not the final end time harvest. No, we're not ready to take care of a, a billion souls, people. And I keep telling people that that will happen. That really will happen. And uh, so we're not ready for that. We're getting ready for the great stuff that's going to be happening really soon. And so I stay excited about that. And that chocolate cake you have on the ad now. I love that cake, Steve. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had an angel food cake, which is beautiful and delicious, but I said, cat likes chocolate, so we better yes. change it. So it took us a while. We got it fixed up, and it looks delicious, man. It does look delicious. I want one right now. Yeah. Don't send me chocolate cake, people. I don't have any place to keep it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, okay, anything else before we jump into these questions? Nope, I think that's it. There's more hope in the air right now that we've had in a very long time even just good. for everyday people because of things that are already happening. And good, some good, people good. are really taken into their own hands to provide needs for things that we, we need that's been kind of taken away from some of us. But anyway, no, these are great days that we're in already. We're not waiting on them. They're here. And yeah. so I can just say, please stay excited. And I yeah. know if you're not used to walking in the spirit and understand all that, step out and start doing it because it's so worth it. When you see God, really begin to move his hand. It's going to be so powerful, the celebration that I was shown. So, so uh, I'm just, I just stay excited about all of it. Even us stepping forward, putting our foot on new land, so to say, from where we've been for so long is a major change for me just to shift that inside of myself. Let me ask something, because it's been a while since I've asked you to detail that. You said you you were shown a celebration. Describe how real was it? Were you taken into the future or did you see it in a vision? In I was taken in. I was actually there and the people were running. This is the difference between night and day. So I don't know if something, I don't know if that means something will happen in the evening and the next day will be totally different. I'm talking about freedom, liberty, and justice happening. But I saw people running out of their homes and buildings who didn't even know each other. They were grabbing each other. They were laughing. They were celebrating. People were dancing and they, they just all they kept saying was, you know, justice is here. Justice is here. We're free. We're free. We're free. And I knew they were talking about, well, I know Robin calls it the reset. I'm thinking Hank may call it that also. But I'm just saying it's when God really does move his hand because he is taking back this land and not just America, but this country, this whole uh, world right now. And that was what it was shown. Then it was taken from our land, America overseas to another right. country and they were doing the same thing wow. it was just celebration in the streets people were people who never hugged were hugging uh they were crying they were laughing they were so excited it was so real to me that this powerful powerful celebration would take place and i think i was taken even to a third place and saw the same thing happening so this was all over the world that this was happening and I cannot wait for everybody to actually get to live that experience. That's great. You know, well, no wonder you can, you know, I, I can always hear people say, well, no wonder you okay, you saw what it's going to be. But, you know, you are a seer, but God literally transports you in time. I love yeah. that, you know. Yes. Yeah, I, he actually takes me in time. <laughs> wow. I love that. I've, I've talked to several people I know. Uh, Manuel Johnson has talked about that. He's been going forward and backwards. And you the same thing. God will take you back in time yes. or forward yes. in time. So awesome, awesome. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to jump in with some questions. We got we got a little bit of feedback last time. Uh, the last two times we, we burned through 25 questions in that hour. So they said, slow down and give us longer answers. So we got yeah. the details. So we got quite a bit of feedback that kind of said the same thing. So we're going to slow down and get the details on this. But um, I want to talk about for a minute, for a bit, the, before we are come from the, from inside the father and, or, and then we're brought to this earth before we come, is there a moment in time where the father takes you and tells you what's going to happen? What talk about if you, anything you might know about the sending part of it. Sending part. Well, I know. <clears throat> For myself, I actually was shown at one time, and I'm sure others were shown. I actually have had a few people say, I keep having these dreams of me, and these were people who some of them didn't even know who I was. Um, I keep having these dreams of me, and I'm like laying in God's hand. What is that? But I was a little thing. I was a little tiny thing. I knew it was in heaven. This is this person speaking. Yeah. I knew it was in heaven, but I didn't really know what was going on. I couldn't hear what was being said. And I said, oh, that was God showing you what you were chosen for to do on the earth. That doesn't mean you were shown everything that might possibly go wrong or what people may possibly do to you. It was God's plan for you in this life. 
And I do know that sometimes he even does, every now and then, he does pick people from a generational lines to be married together, to be married on the earth. And sometimes he does that. He'll show them separately, possibly. This is why we're in him. This is not on the earth I'm talking about right now. And so, but uh, I, I have been shown several times uh, inside God, the Father is not body parts, not like our body parts. So he doesn't have to have those to live, okay? He doesn't need things like we need them. He is God. And he, he doesn't, didn't appear somewhere in time. I hear people say, well, he appeared somewhere in time. Eventually he was here. No, time comes from him, people. You got it backwards. Time comes from the Father. He knows what times are and when times will happen. He knows that. It's his thing. That's why he is the only one who knows when Christ will actually return in the rapture. Nobody else knows that date and time. And so that's why he can say that it comes from him. He knows when everything is going to happen and what, what he chooses that he wants to happen. And so, yes, sometimes he does share things with you when you're still inside of him. You're like a little spirit. You're about to be a little tiny spirit. Lately. You got little arms and legs. You run and play inside of him. There's a holy hill that you can choose to go up inside of God. There's also other places, and you can slide down the river of life, which flows from him personally. That's where it comes from. It doesn't come from somewhere in heaven. It talks about the crystal sea that's still the river of life, and it flows from his very person. Sometimes it'll even flow down the steps in the throne room, and if children are present there, they will actually play in that same river. Wow. Uh, so those are some things you get to do when you're inside of him. You jump on the stones of fire, wow. which carry revelation. They carry all kinds of things uh, that he, I guess it's the way he just keeps it inside of himself. Uh, stones, uh, stones of fire. And those stones of fire carry revelation. I've heard Robin, I think, talk about that too. And, and some other, a few other prophets I've heard them talk about the stones yeah. of fire. Ezekiel 28 is where you'll see that mentioned if you're interested in the Bible. Uh, where it says that Lucifer used to walk upon them. And that's absolutely true because that's what he, he that's one of the things he did. He was anointed cherub. He was not wicked or evil. There was no evil in him at that one time. And he would lead worship for God. That's what he did. He was anointed and chosen for that purpose. He chose to want to take over himself. And so he made a mess out of that. Uh, but he knew we were there. He knew he that we lived inside of the Father. It says in him, we live, we move, we have our very being. Wow. The Bible says that itself, talking about nice. the Father. We did live in him. We moved in and out on the rays of the, of the rainbow. When it would flow from him, that also flows from him. And part of that is created by the stones of fire underneath the river of life. And there's fire inside of God in that river. Wow. Now, I know a lot of people say that's not possible. It doesn't have to be possible for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, people. Absolutely. And yes, there is fire underneath that river. He has fire. He has carries fire. He carries lightning. He sends out lightning bolts in the throne room. Those are a million megawatts of love. We love to, hit, we love to get hit by them if we're in the throne room. Yeah. <laughs> but for yeah. Satan, what were they to him? Okay, Lucifer, when he became Lucifer, it kicked him out of heaven. That's how powerful those lightning bolts of love are. And that's why we put one on one of our images because we wanted everybody to remember Satan was kicked out on lightning bolts from God himself. Michael held him up in the air. And, oh, really? And God let go with some, some uh, lightning bolts from himself and it took him. It even says it in the Bible. He was kicked out of heaven. I saw you fall as lightning is what the Bible says. They're talking about Lucifer who then became Satan. And so a lot of things went on. So much activity went on in our in our own lives before we were sent to the earth. We were sent to the earth so we could have a body. That's why he made the earth. There was no physical anything. It was all spiritual. Spiritual um, Heaven's a spiritual world. It's a spiritual place. We were spirits at that one time. We were all little spirits. And, uh, and the Father is, is all spirit. He can be a spirit, whatever he wants to be. And so anyway, there's a lot of uh, things in the Bible, but it's not necessarily one after another. You have to really seek for that. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Yeah. But it does talk about walking in the spirit here on the earth. If you walk in the spirit, which is what he wants, 
you will not fulfill the desires of your flesh, which gets you into a lot of trouble. But yes, there are times I've heard people talk about they remember God saying something to them when they lived in him about what they would do on the earth. So that's actually the question that was asked. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Now, I I, want to go further about the earth and the children. But before I do that, you talked about we were, you've always said we were on the inside of the Father, and you've said that before, but I, I always get more detail when I, every time I come to it, I get uh, the stones of fire. I, I wasn't sure I remembered that, but okay, so we came from him. Now, later on, or some, or maybe before, God creates the, the heaven full of angels. Did they come from inside of him, or was, it, was that a different thing? No. Okay, okay. They did not. We are his sons and daughters. He okay. carried us. And it says that, it says that he is our father. It does say that he carried us inside of him. And uh, that was just where we, that's where we were before he sent us to the earth. No, the angels were created, spoken into existence and actually created by God, by the word. And uh, that's where they came from. So I had a question here. I'm going to pull it from a different part. I, I know where I am, but it's a mess in, in my head. Someone had asked, and now we're at a good spot for that. Well, what about reincarnation? She wanted to know, is that possible or why is it not possible if it's not possible? Um, how? What would you say about what was the thing that the enemy was trying to do by telling you, you know, you go back, you know, you die and then you come back? As, you know, so talk about reincarnation versus the word if you can. Anytime the enemy can bring a division or deception, he's going to do it. And there's many places that he actually did do that. Uh, he doesn't want anything special to be known or thought of about God himself. And so he has to find things that he could cheat or steal away from God, which doesn't ever work, by the way. Mm. Um, but but no, reincarnation is not possible. Now, I do know this, that I have met people who used to believe in it. But when I talked to them about how they lived in God, because their big deal is we lived someplace else first before we came here. Right. And I tell them they're actually right. And when I say that word, it opens up, it opens up volumes of me getting to speak to them because I'm not shutting mm. them down. And I went, you did live somewhere before you were here. You lived inside the most high God. Wow. Everyone who was ever born, sent to the earth, that's where you came from. He is our father, and uh, you were you were carried by him. You were sent to this earth so that you could then have a body and then eventually receive Jesus Christ. And then you would have a way back to the Father. But Satan wants you to believe that you can be anything or that you were somewhere else before you were actually even in heaven. That's his whole point. That you know that God's not 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 on the up and up, but he is like he would be. Uh, he's lost almost everything he's ever had, Satan. And so whatever, whatever he can try to do to mess up our minds, he's going to try it. But no, there is no reincarnation. However, you do come to this earth. It's appointed unto you once to die. And then the judgment comes to see, are you going to heaven or hell, people? So guess what? You will live somewhere else. But it's still all tied to what God's plan is or what God wants. He wants you to come home to heaven to be with him. That is his plan. That means you live in him. You come to the earth and live here. You choose a son, then you go back to heaven and live. And then on the new earth, which will be made one day for all those who receive Jesus Christ, that's where you get to live through all eternity, be a wonderful, amazing, powerful place. So Satan takes, I guess, the basics of that whole thing and twists it so you'll become confused. But no, you're not going to come back as a bird. You know, you're not going to come back as a bird or whatever. Uh, People say all kinds of things. You could come back as this and that but you won't ever be you again. But that's not true because you'll always have the same spirit and the same soul. You get one spirit, man. That's what you get. Mm. You don't get more than one. And so you live in that little spirit uh, inside God. He sends Mm. you to the earth and knits you together. What does he knit together? That little spirit living in him, he sends it down here. And at the time of conception, he will knit together that spirit, little spirit, your spirit, to that dot of flesh at the time of conception, that's when your life begins here. But it is still you. It's still the same you that lived inside God. Now you will have a physical body. 
And now you will have an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your savior. As you grow and you get older, you'll understand that he is the son of the living God and he is the only way. Christ is the only way back to heaven. So that's about as basic as I can get. Yeah, that's good. We can do a whole lot more detail. Yeah, well, and I want to take this because, you know, I sat there and I thought, well, what haven't I asked Kat about this process? And I got a couple of questions related to that. So we're sent by the okay. Father. You just described how we're knit together. He puts your spirit and soul together. I, I knits them as like they're like blended together as almost like one spirit does it look like two a spirit next to a soul or a spirit within a soul what is it no your soul lives inside your spirit they're both spiritual okay. things like if you're not a seer you're not going to see somebody's spirit you're not going to see their soul but as a seer i have seen uh spiritual you know i've seen people in the spiritual bodies i've seen them um their soul lives inside their spirit man I always try to say it's sort of like an engine kind of because the choices you make with that soul is how you will live your life. And that's what the word says. As a man thinketh in his heart, his heart in the Bible, when it says his heart, he's talking about your soul. Your soul is the very core. It's the core of your spirit, man. So it's actually there's a, there's a soul and then you have you you have a spirit and then you live in a body. That's the yeah. proper way to say it. But you cannot separate the spirit and the soul you can't okay. separate them there'd be no life at all when god made adam's body when jesus made adam's body the word made his body he was perfect in every way perfect body everything but there was no life until the father leans over adam's body and it says in the word he breathed the spirit of life that's your spirit man he breathed the spirit of life into adam's body and then he became a living soul. That's when he became a living human being. Because Adam, of course, was made by hand. He was made by the word and, and, the, and the father. And people can argue. I don't have time to argue about any of that. But yeah. I know whatever the father spoke, the word stepped out because they would travel where there was nothing. It's, it's actually what they did. They traveled where there was nothing. And then, the, then the, um, the father would speak what he wanted. The word would step out and he would make what the father wanted which is why his name was the word yeah so that's how they did adam's body when they came down to the earth and they made a frame for a frame which was mean like an outline or design for adam's body and he was perfect in every way except there was no life that spirit of life that's your spirit and your soul together that was breathed into adam's nostrils as it said in the word and then he became alive so there's no life there's a, there could be a body there, but if there's no life, there's no life if there's no spirit or soul. And so that is what brought Adam to life when God breathed that into his body. And so that's how it happens with you. Whenever that dot of flesh happens, that conception, yes, the father does send. He chooses who goes. He, he sends your little spirit man with your soul in it and actually attaches that. If you didn't attach it to that dot of flesh, it would go right back to heaven. Yeah, with the with this, you taught extensively on taking care of our soul, keeping your soul clean. As an act of my will, I lose from my soul. You've taught right. extensively about that, and then now you're clarifying that the soul is within the spirit. They can't be; they're two different things, but they they can't be separated. So the spirit that contains the soul. The, the, the soul can get wounded and messed up. Can the yes. spirit get wounded or is it just the soul? I think it's probably mostly the soul because that's where your emotions are. Okay. The soul is your mind, what you think, your will, what you choose, and your emotions, what you display. Yeah. It's very easy to find out what's in people's souls just by how are they acting, how are they talking, where are they going, what are they watching. I mean, yeah. really, you can pretty much tell the, the lifestyle a person will dictate what your spirit man is being fed through your soul. And that's why it's so important to make sure you don't let darkness into your, don't let darkness in. Do not let mm -hmm. darkness in yourself. And that's how it's done is by whatever is uh, given to the soul. Whatever, like I said, what you read, what you think, what you say, what people say to you can affect your soul. Yeah. And that's why God gave us the keys to the kingdom to loose out of our soul what we don't want there. 
uh, in the name of Jesus, and then we can bind the things of God to our soul, which will make us powerful for him, joyful, joyful, happy, uh, excited about God, the things he has for us. So if you're going through a time in your life where nothing happy is going on, why not talk about what God wants to do? Why not talk about the plans God has shared with you instead of talking about what hell wants you to take? That's good, good, good. All right, I'm looking at my questions here. Here's the next one I have written down I want to ask. So God sends the child, and it's the spirit and the soul are knit together. And the child is actually, I looked it up today to make sure I understood it. It's actually microscopic at the time that conception takes place. You can see neither the egg or the sperm with your naked eye, if, I'm, if I read that correctly. Yes. But if that was the, uh, had a spontaneous, sometimes it's called a spontaneous, uh, I don't like the word abortion, the, the medical term is spontaneous abortion. But let's say there's a spontaneous miscarriage, and, yes. and just a day or two after, it's almost still microscopic, that miscarriage happens, does, and that child goes right back to the father, if I'm understanding right. And when is that now? Is that child now in heaven to receive his or her rewards? What does that home going look like when, when they only lived on the earth seconds or minutes or days? They knew who their parents were. They did. Absolutely, yes. It doesn't matter if it's a couple days. Um, if, if that, if that uh, knitting together takes place, Steve, that is yeah. a living human being beginning in the womb. And so, therefore, unless there was a reason that God sincerely wanted them on the earth, and if he did, then he would take that little spirit and put it back inside of himself and resend it. I know that has happened. Okay. But 90% of the time, it just remains in heaven as a little tiny, and I've seen little tiny, really? little tiny babies in heaven. And when they, when they're, if, let's just say they go to heaven. Let's say they've been here on the earth for a week. Yeah. And that knitting together took place uh, within that week. Then he would take them to heaven and they would grow. They stay in these beautiful nurseries. God has pre prepared for them. Don't think of nursery like in a hospital nursery. It's not anything like that. There's these beautiful uh, furnishings for the babies to sleep in. The, well, they don't sleep. They lay in them. Uh, they have almost look like big seashells, the most beautiful fabrics. Birds come into these nurseries and sing to them. They take them for rides on their back. Wow. Uh, all kinds of things Jesus has planned. He visits them, and they grow very, very slowly. And so by the time their parents arrive, the ones who were their parents, uh, it could have been 40 years later, 50 years later, that it would still be like a young baby when the people, when they came to heaven, if they were believers, of course. Wow. And they would then they would have the very baby that was um, miscarried. Wow, that's okay. That's good. Now, I um, so contrast now our pets. You say go to heaven too, which which I was delighted. Those are two break breakthrough understandings for me when I met you and read your books. Is that my wife and I had a miscarriage? That that baby's in heaven. We've named it, like you said, to name it. That's and awesome. so, and when we go there, we we don't know if it's a boy or a girl because it was too undeveloped at that point. Yeah. But we give it a name. But now contrast that with a pet. I'm assuming you're gonna, you're not going to say a pet preexisted, but I mean maybe you did. I've never asked the question. Are pets created only here on Earth? And then the the follow up question is: Do they have a soul uh, and or do they have a soul spirit combination like you just described with a human? I so. knew you were going to ask that question. <laughs> you know me too well. Well, number one, they would have to have they would have to have a soul and a spirit. Okay. Or they couldn't make choices or decisions. Okay. Even um, when I, I can take you to the word again, when Noah was told to put the animals on the ark, God said to him, you can check it out in Genesis, people, put every animal on the ark that has a spirit of life in them. We already wow. know what the spirit of life is. That's the spirit and the soul. That's what was put in Adam. And so the, the, that's what he said. So they do have well, however he sends them or when he sends them. And I can't answer that they were there before. I just know when they were created at the time yeah. he made them. Uh, in the same way, of course, we know when conception takes place in that pet or that animal, whatever, uh, there's going to be a spirit of life added. It just happens that way. Uh, so, But as far as saying, did they live in God? I don't know that. But I do know that they have a spirit. 
and they have a soul or they wouldn't number one would have never been put on the ark right to survive and uh, and they would not be able to make choices uh when you die and go to heaven some people believe in soul sleeping in other words they think the spirit only goes to heaven and the soul and the body go in the grave well that would be not a good thing for you because that's like sticking you in there your soul never sleeps it's always awake and it's always active it's always thinking it's always making plans and so uh, i'm sure that pet you know yourself if you had pets they have attitudes sometimes they're good sometimes they like you sometimes they don't like you a cat especially yeah <laughs> they may like you one day maybe don't want you to pet them the next the dogs are always happy no matter what uh, so <laughs> yes. even they have different attitudes different natures to them so I just have to say that every every pet that goes to heaven, they all have a spirit. They all have a soul. God said they're not the ones who sin. They did not. They don't have to receive Christ as their savior like a human does. Yeah. Because we, we make that decision ourselves to do that. Although I'm sure there's a lot of them that love Jesus Christ that are in heaven. I'm talking about your pets. So you won't escape having your pets in heaven, people. And yes, they will still know that's you and they'll still love you. So be nice to them. That's good. That's good. All right. Here's my my last question. I've wanted to ask you this for a while. In Matthew 10, this I'm going to read it. It says that Jesus is talking uh, to at least his disciples. I, I didn't look up whether this was to the crowds or to the disciples. He said, I did not come to bring peace but a sword, for I have come to set a man against his father a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's enemies will be those of his own household. What was he thinking is what I want to ask him. You know, what? can you clarify any more of that? I don't know that, that if I do, I think it's because everybody chooses different things. And I think that really has a lot to do with it. That you have people in your family, you know, they don't want Christ. It doesn't matter what you think or try to say to them. They made their decision up. Well, that always causes some form of conflict, whether it's minor yeah, it or is. major conflict that does many times cause that. And so that's what Christ meant when he said that, because of his choice of living holy and asking us to live that way. And there's reasons why he does. He knew that people would be separated by that, even in their own family. And number one, your family is your family. Even Christ had to face not necessarily abuse by them. But even they did not honor who he was on the earth. They were not impressed with him that he was a son of God. They were not even impressed that he could make water out of wine or multiply the food. They just wanted it. I'm not saying they treated him mean, but I'm just saying it says very clearly in the Bible, uh, a prophet is without honor in his own home. And that doesn't mean my family doesn't love me, but they still look at me as me, most of them. You know, Maybe I not want... the ones I live with all the time, but there are some that think, well, you know, you're a nice person, you know a lot. And I'm just saying in general, I'm quite sure that Jesus, even Jesus had to face that. It's just yeah. the way it is. Well, I, it made me wonder the way it's worded, if it's translated correctly, is did, was it part of the gig that he know that he knew you were going to be become the man or woman that he wanted you to be through this? You know, they used the expression like, what is it? A pearl is is made by the rubbing together of these irritants. Is Was there something in the plan of God? that knew that this had to be worked through by us, even to our loved ones not agreeing with us? Was there something that was in that for us? I'm quite sure that there's always is, Steve. It's okay. always something you're going to have to push through. It's a good word for it. Push through to run after what God has given you or said about you, even though others, even those you know very close to you, may not have agreed with anything you say at all. You still have to learn to love them. It's a good I think it's a, it, we could either say dying to your flesh work or just uh, to choose the right things to say and how to treat people regardless of how they treat you. Esteem others more highly than yourself would definitely be something that probably would be included in, in all of that thing that you're talking about because no matter what where I've gone or what I've done or what I've said, I also have to learn to love some of my family anyway. Yeah. I mean, some of them think, you know, I'm on this for a good ride. They have no idea what my life is even like, even though I've offered many of them to know. I'm not talking about the ones who live with me, but you know, I have over 100 family members, people. Wow. Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now, back to the show. And so that was a lot to push through, even just growing up. 
Yeah, it is, isn't it? Growing up, you learn to love one another. You learn to get along. You knew that you were different. You knew you would not always agree. But even growing up, you had to push through that. Yeah, so true. To see the love of God show up in their life, or at least they know that you care. So I have to say, yeah, when God chose us for particular things to do, he did know we would face that stuff. But I have to honestly say, with him, with God, all things are possible. Yeah. And if you're spending the time you need to spend with him, then he will be the one, even if he has to restore parts of you or what was said about you or against you, he will surely do that. You know, I had, I don't know if I've told this on the air before, but I had a, I had a worry when we were first getting into that we understood the perfect, this is 35 years ago. And God began, God I, I showed up by the Holy Spirit. I don't have time to tell the whole story, but when we, you know, God, the Bible came alive and God became alive to me. Um, not that he wasn't alive, but I began to, you know, see it. And a prophet came, we prayed over each of us. And one said, first, you know, he didn't know me. I didn't know him. He said, your first fruits, the things that will happen to your family and friends will happen to you first. And that was kind of like a life word. And I thought, oh, okay, I guess I'm alive now. So that must mean I'm supposed to go out and be fruitful and share this with my family and friends. <laughs> Not so much because all I did was get myself in trouble with the family. And here I am 35 years later, almost 40. And yeah. a couple of those huge number of family members on each side, a couple of them have understood the love of God, the grace, you know. And so I, I'm, I'm looking at this thing from a distance and saying, Man, you're a very patient God. And, of course, I could see all the stuff he had to work out in me through that. I had to realize yeah. I wasn't the Savior, I guess, that I thought maybe back yeah. then. I thought I was supposed to be the Savior, you know, Noah, you know, and Noah's Ark. So, anyway, I just thought I, I, I have to believe that God saw the process and knew it was going to be really good yeah. for us. So, all right. Here's the question, Kat. Um, now, I know the answer to this because most born-again believers will already know the answer to this, but Danette, Diet, Diet, I don't know if there's an in missing, Diet or Danette. The Bible says we may have entertained angels unaware. Is this true also of fallen angels? I have heard that familiar spirits can take the appearance of our dead loved ones. And then she continues, can they, which I think she means our dead loved ones, can they walk on earth in human form? That's the question. She's asking. I do not think that ever happens at all. There's no okay. dead family members that are walking around in human form on the earth. And uh, if, if I'm wrong, God will certainly correct me about that. But in all the years that I've been doing this and have known him, I've never known for that. I've known for them to appear. Let's just say they died, went to heaven. They may appear just to say, hi, I'm here. You know, like every now and then. And I don't know why he does this. Time, but they're in the spirit body. They're not in the physical body at all. And, um, okay, so then a lot of people, you see it on, on especially over the, you see it as um, in religious movies, Christian movies, especially back in the day, and they, would, and they would say someone then became my angel, my loved one got killed in auto, now she watches over me, she's one of my angels, I can feel her presence, I know she's watching over me. We'll talk about angels and humans. No, angels are only angels, and they're made an angel. They're created as an angel. We as humans are birthed from God himself. So there's a major difference in both of them, okay? We don't become an angel. Nobody becomes an angel when they die. You're still you, and you're using the gift God gave you on the earth while it's used on the earth, a natural gift. You're doing that in heaven, like making fun things for people to do, enjoying time spending with them. Uh, all kinds of things like that. Angels will always be angels. So you cannot say one turns into the other. Okay. Okay. That's good. There are a lot of people. And uh, we had talked about this before the program today. And they said, well, we'll make a clip of this. And so people can, can, uh, what, what would you say to somebody? How to get out of that? They've believed their entire life that their angels or their father and their mother are watching over them. And, and now you're popping that bubble. So who is watching over them? What are they feeling if they say, I can feel it when you, they come in the room? What would you say? Probably their parents if they're in heaven. <laughs> no, I'm saying if your guardian angel is there, you can feel their presence a lot. Okay. So some people can feel their own guardian angel. They were sent by God at the time of conception. Your guardian angel is sent then 
waiting outside the mom for that baby to be born. They will be with you your whole life here on the earth. And many times, yes, you can feel that presence. You can feel the presence around you. Now, if your family members are in heaven, they're definitely declaring over you. They're going to declare that God, they, that God gets from you what he needs from you, that you hear him clearly, that you become, that you come to know him. And so that type of thing is happening in heaven. But as far as your family members being down here around you, no, that's not, that's not your family member. Okay. All right. Uh, we have just, we have to be done by the end of the hour here. So let's, we got maybe one or two questions here. Um, Betsy's asking identical twins have beautiful, have a beautiful connection and can often feel and know it's another one of those feeling sensitive. They can often feel and know what the other twin when they are in pain or struggling emotionally. I know that the father knits our spirit to our physical body at conception. How does this work in the case of identical twins? Do identical twins have twin souls or a soul connection what would you describe how would you describe what twins i don't feel? know unless that's just because they're in the womb together that they have that connection so i can't other than that i can't say anything other than yeah that. it's all speculation at this point then isn't it yes okay by the way i appreciate that about you you don't try to make up something that god hasn't shown you yeah i know um, i'm not going to make up anything <laughs> yeah that's that's really good um, Jules asking, I've had open visions of blue flames. What do blue flames in the spirit mean to you? Blue flames usually come from the heart of the father. Uh, okay. I've, I've seen that coming from him a lot while he's on the throne and stuff. To me, that's what the blue fire means. Okay. okay house fire is like, I guess, a lower grade fire. It could be like yellow, orange, red, something like that. The blue fire. Blue and white fire are some of the hottest fire there is, and those both come from God. Good. Vanessa's asking, uh, Genesis 2.17 says, But of the tree of knowledge and good and evil, you shall not eat of, for in the day that you eat, you shall surely die. The question is, how do I? How did Adam know what death was going to be when, when God said you will surely die? Or if, if you know that, of course, how did he know what that evil was? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Okay. We don't know. And there's a follow-up question by a different person. And they're saying, why did the father put the tree of good, the knowledge of good and evil in the garden in the first place? If you know. I think yeah. because people had to have the um, opportunity to choose their self. They got to choose their self, who they were going to serve, what they were going to believe. It wasn't something God made them do. And I think that's probably the, that's probably the real reason why it was put there. Because it was like they would be tested no matter what. They were going to have to make a decision. As Adam did and Eve did, they made a decision. And yet we know that at that time that Enoch lived on the earth, he always chose what God wanted. He never would have chosen. I think, believe that if he had been in the garden first, I don't think, I don't think he probably would have chosen wrong. I think it's all about the relationship you have with God himself. And uh, the more you believe he is real, the more real he will become to you. And I think it's very important to know that God's never going to force you. Satan forces and controls. That's what he does. God does not. God lets you have freedom to choose. And that's why it's so important to make sure that you're choosing the right things. That's good. By the way, you mentioned Enoch. Because he walked with God and said how many years they were, whatever that was. And then the Lord. some years. And then God took him. That's right. And so does that mean he bypassed? What we what they call paradise or Abraham's bosom, he goes straight to heaven. Don't you're right? Him, he's in heaven. heaven. He's okay. always been in heaven. So he would have. Uh, does he? Was there something? Has God shown you? I mean, we. I know lots of people, yourself included, who walk with God, who are, who are faithful, who are devoted. Their life is only about God. I mean, is that possible to walk in an Enoch like style? It was. It was so profoundly good that God just said, you're out of here, right? I, yeah, that's it. You... That's it. And I think God has a plan for your life. And mine was to be here. Mine wasn't to go to heaven early or stay in heaven early. He wants me here as long as I will, uh, that I am willing to stay. That's good. Well, Kat, very, very good. Tell people, uh, that's our time today. Tell people about your two websites. I see Revealing Heaven com is on the screen. Tell people what they can yeah. find there. Yeah, that is our main website. That's where you find out information about who we are, what we do. Uh, also, it's where you'll find our store and all the products that we offer to reveal heaven to the earth. 
and there's many many different things and we have a lot of new stuff out right now too you might want to check it out in case you're interested for something Good. that's a really powerful gift for somebody that'll change their life Good. forever and not pushing it to make the money pushing it so you'll have the revelation and then the other website is catcur.com and it's the only place that we have created that you can um, give to us online there's absolutely no other source from us there's a lot of people that want to make one and make you think it's us but no it's not it's us we we made catcur.com so you can have a spiritual platform to hear what the father has to say you can see videos get testimonies on that place there's a gallery to see things uh what they look like in the spirit but that is the only place you can go to re to uh, to give to us very good Kat. you feel like blessing the people as we end up here yeah father i thank you for this day right now father yeah. in jesus name that i release the life of god the presence of god the purpose of god his will his way his celebration his expectation of what is about to happen on this earth i thank you god for showing them the truth that they will be free in jesus name amen 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 it's a quick reminder that we have general flynn as a guest tomorrow johnny enlow and i will be uh interviewing him together along with clay clark so it'll be a four-person panel we're interviewing general flynn and we'll ask some questions awesome. and have some questions ready in case in case we want to get something from the audience, from the viewing audience, put it in their uh, chat or wherever. And if we have extra time, we'll pull some of those out from you guys. So blessings, everyone. Blessings, Kat. Give our love Bless to your you. staff. We will see you all again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Kate, bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.